0: Love Talk Radio. Good morning, everyone. This is Marty Oakley and tonight's show on TS Radio Network is, I consider it a whistleblower show because of the topics we talk about. Tonight what we are going to be discuss- discussing and focused in on is the immunity that various companies, uh, parts of the government, the police, the judiciary have decided that they have they have this, they have immunity. Even when they break the law, even when they throw a case in court, even when they give out a ruling that it, they know is illegal, unlawful, they somehow have immunity, you can't touch them. One of the things I've found out recently is you cannot sue the judiciary, but you can sue individuals. You can sue them individually for malfeasance, which is the abuse of a public office that harms any member of the public or the public at large. So there is a way, and of course you'll play hell getting it anywhere because they're all part of these bar associations. Even the Supreme Court of the United States has established its own bar. And in order for anyone to bring a case in front of it, they have to have been practicing in good standing for four years in their own state. They have to apply to the Supreme Court and get their approval before they can bring a case in front of them. This is a monopoly. They have monopolized our judicial system right up to the Supreme Court. These bar associations have got to go. Now then, immunity. When we see police officers battering someone to the point that they die, breaking into people's house on what they call a no-knock warrant, warrant and because they claim they smelled something or they heard something. Uh, When we have people being murdered in the street by police, when we see case after case of people being exonerated, having spent years and years in prison on false charges, we've got a problem. Why aren't the people who did this to that person, why aren't they held accountable? They have immunity. And recently, the Supreme Court said that prosecutors, even when they fabricate a case, have immunity because they're just trying to do their job. Well, what part of their job includes mounting a false prosecution against someone they know is innocent? Where is that in their job description? Now, as far as the judiciary goes, and its claim of immunity, this wasn't something that was passed by law, neither state or federal. This was something they determined for themselves and issued and nobody said a word. Nobody said, wait, you can't do that. Wait, this is a violation of the Constitution of the United States, says under Article 14, that the law will be applied equally to all. It doesn't say if you got on a black robe or a badge or you're acting under some other agency auspices, that for some reason you can break laws up to and including murdering other people, and you can't be accountable because of the position you hold. I say this was never passed by law. We've got a couple states now, and I believe Maryland was the last one, that have removed immunity for police, which is a good idea, I think. Because we've got too many of these guys out there with these badges on that are abusing this position terribly. When I was growing up, every young boy particularly wanted to be a policeman or a fireman. Every They were all going to be policemen or firemen. And now if you ask young people, what do you want to be? When you, do you want to be a policeman? No. Well, if you were in trouble, wouldn't you want to call the police? No, they'll hurt you. And I think that's a pretty sad statement about where we're at in 2003 after 911 2001 and after the establishment of the Patriot Act which is nothing but a attack on the constitution homeland security which under US code is non-positive law they had no right to create this thing no authority to create this monster called homeland security But they did. Nobody said anything. Of course, agriculture, banking, education, that's all non-positive code, too. You can cite the fact that it exists, but you are not supposed to be able to use that to prosecute someone. But who pays attention to that? And – but they they created this, and the police across the country and all sheriff's departments excluding the sheriff because he's elected – were brought up under Homeland Security. And part of that was training, either directly by a Mossad agent from Israel, or by someone who had trained with them and brought the training home. Everything that you're seeing today is methods of operation from the Mossad. And Homeland Security keeps funneling money into them, uh, making sure they get military equipment, military dress, um it's just it, what's happening right before our eyes has been happening is absolutely shocking to the senses. If you have any sense of who we're supposed to be, what we are supposed to be. So now we have these judges who they don't care what the law is, and most of them couldn't tell you what the law is. If you've ever read, and I invite you to do so, pick any ruling or opinion from the Supreme Court. It is the biggest pile of gibberish you will ever read. As John said, they are speaking a foreign language, and they literally are. You can't decipher it. What you think those words mean and what they have determined those words mean are two entirely different things. And as an example, after they passed um, the Obamacare Act, and believe me, that was Democrats and Republicans both. It wasn't a Democratic thing. John Thomas wrote the opinion on that. It was lengthy, wordy, and insane. And asked later what he said, he couldn't even tell you what he said or wouldn't admit to it. One or the other, if not a combination of both. But what they came out and said was because the government had the right to tax and there were so many taxes hidden in this that that made it constitutional. The problem was that was never the question. The question was, did they have the right to voice this plan on the states? Now, the federal government can control trade between the states, but not within the states. So they have to contract with the state and come in under a contract. And then, of course, the bribery money they call funding is paid, and they actually are paying access to your state. And then they come out with what is openly then called their business plan. That's how the Fed gets into your state. It's all bribery. And Homeland Security bribed everybody and their brother to get into every state. This was why, after Obamacare was passed, they set up all of these outreach centers and call centers and everything. It was all funded by the federal government. And several states, Oregon comes to mind immediately, collapsed under this system. They couldn't, couldn't handle it. But they had to set these up and fund it in order to push this thing. We have a government that is so out of control, so far away from what it was intended to be, that I don't know if we can find our way back. We cannot have part of the population by designation having immunity from the laws that the rest of us have to abide by. The law is for everyone, not just for a select few like us commoners out here. It's for everyone. But if you steal a loaf of bread, you'll probably do two to three years in prison. If a judge walks out of a restaurant and doesn't pay for a meal, this is the difference. This is what we're talking about. They have separated themselves and decided that they are not responsible for anything they do. And even if they are, there's nothing you can do about it we since 1984 the vaccine liability court was created and this was to fend off people who were suing over injuries and deaths from vaccines so they set this up and they decided at the same time that these vaccine manufacturers (coughs) couldn't be held liable or responsible for any damage or death they caused gee i'd like to have a business like that of course every year their medications kill tens of thousands of people. Nobody goes to jail. They have immunity. And, of course, they get fined $2 billion, $3 billion, but, you know, there's no evidence that money was ever paid. And if it was, where it got paid to? And I don't think it ever was. I think it's simply for public consumption. And how could an agency be out of funds when you just nailed somebody for $4 billion like they've done with Merck. How could you possibly be out of money plus all the funding you get? But we have this special class, certain businesses, certain individuals, certain public offices where you can do whatever you want and the law does not apply to you. And that's what we're going to be talking about tonight. Is Why doesn't that law apply, and how come nobody spoke up and said, wait a minute, you can't do that? You can't declare yourself immune from breaking the law. I mean, stop and think about this as idiocy. It's absolute idiocy. If we cannot depend on the judiciary to be fair and honest, why do we have one? You know, think about it this way. What if bank robbers got together and took a vote and said, we've decided – that when we rob a bank, it's not an issue. You can't touch us. We have immunity, because we're professional bank robbers. But the run-of-the-mill Joe goes in and robs a bank, and he goes to prison for the rest of his life if he even survives capture. And this is what I'm saying. Why do, does any entity have immunity? We all are told constantly we need to be responsible and accountable for what we do. And how many of you have heard about how in a courtroom, ignorance of the law is no excuse? Well, if it is no excuse for me, why is it for a judge? He's supposed to be the expert. But you have immunity because maybe you didn't know or you misinterpreted it or you... No, no. If ignorance of the law is no excuse for me, it surely cannot be an excuse for the people in control of everything. These are our courts. We pay for this. And that's something I want people to understand. All of the corruption, all of the fees and fines and settlements paid out come out of taxpayer money. The people that caused the problem, the police who execute someone in the street, the people that put someone in the prison they knew didn't commit a crime, the people that suffer at the hands of not only local and district courts, but of the Supreme Court. And nobody is held accountable. Nobody's responsible. The only person in those settings that's responsible and accountable is the person they've targeted. Now, do you think that's the way things ought to be? And when it comes to, let's say, pharmaceuticals, you produce a product that kills people and you openly advertise it. You listen to any of these ads on TV for drugs and treatments and this and that, and it'll tell you it'll cause you flu-like symptoms, you know, uh, hemorrhaging, brain aneurysms, heart attacks, stroke. Uh, it'll cause you, and oh, by the way, it might kill you, but take it anyway. Let's see what happens. And nobody goes to, to jail. Viox was one of the big medications here in the last 15 years. It killed over 70,000 people directly a result of that medication. It was still five years before it was taken off the market. Do you see a plan there? (laughs) Uh, I I don't get it. Chemo and radiation causes more deaths than cancer ever thought of. In a 20-year period, 22 million people dead, according to the Big Pharma Death Clock. 22 million people dead from chemo and radiation, not from cancer? Why is no one held accountable? What is this thing called immunity, and why would it even be an option? That's what I want to know. And with that, I'm going to turn it over to our resident expert on virtually everything, (laughs) John McCrone. John, welcome to the show.
1: Good evening, Marty. Oh, boy, are we popping out a few toes tonight. Yeah, um, You know, I remember when I was a kid. Um, we used to joke about uh, Russian communism, you know, and how communism, everybody's supposed to be equal. And the running joke was, yes, but some communists are more equal than others. And, you know, back then I didn't realize that the American system was actually based on the communist model and all ten planks of the Communist Manifesto were already in full effect here in America as well as overseas. So one big joke after another. The problem, as you have so wonderfully articulated it, is simply that people have made a decision – And that decision has been made by those who obviously benefit greatly from it. It was never put to any votes. Nobody had the opportunity to sit there and say, wait a minute, time out. Let's have a little conversation about this. Let's discuss all of these issues. No, that's not what it's about. Because honestly, you know, I did my... uh, Every time I file into a court case, a new court case, it always includes my 134 crimes of government agents. Okay, And there's a reason that I include that. The reason it's always there is simply this, so that it puts it out there and puts it in black and white in an actual court case what has taken place, what happens on a regular basis, and continues with uninterrupted. We must hold people accountable for these crimes, because believe you me, there's a more monotonous amount of them. You know, I can sit in a maritime admiralty constructive contract and racketeering for our kangaroo court, and I'm here to tell you, all I see is crime after crime after crime after crime. It does not eat. And it's not the criminals, quote unquote, those that might be in an orange jumpsuit or those that are going in there for their <clears throat> slap on the wrist and fines, doing some naughty things on the roads or not having certain pieces of paper or this, that, or the other. No. It's the black robes and the attorneys and the prosecutors that have committed these crimes. That is the problem. And when we as a population get the facts and start questioning the narrative, the answer is simple. We must hold them accountable. They have built a society that has literally turned everything upside down, where good is evil and evil is good. And criminality is permitted where good people are defeated and destroyed at the whim of very evil people. This trend has been a slow and steady growth. And just like you mentioned a few minutes ago, Marty, when I was a kid, people wanted to be a police officer. People wanted to be a fireman. People wanted to help others. American soldiers were loved. They were respected. They were looked at as being the quote-unquote saviors of the world. Now it's a totally different animal because we know that these police officers got militarized back in the 80s and grew exponentially from there. They are not peace officers, they are policy enforcement officers, they are privateers, their job is revenue enhancement for the corporations masquerading as government. While this trend has been, they've successfully hidden that little secret for all these years, it's not a secret anymore. People like me who have done our research and finally exposed it and put it all out there for the public to see, they talk about us now. What are we going to do about these people? They know about how the fraud in banking takes place, how we monetize their signatures, how we profit from their misery, how we, quote unquote, can do all these wonderful things that if you or I, Marty, were to do, we would go to jail and we would go to jail for an extended period of time, which I would like to contribute. We would deserve it. When people wake up, this has been my whole purpose for the last multitude of years. See, I didn't come out of a vacuum. You know my backstory. This whole series of actions pushed me in a certain direction, and I studied history from the earliest ages, and I learned politics, I learned economics, I learned all those wonderful things about our history and was able to piece the pieces together. So when I tell people that you were born a slave, you're a slave now, and you will die a slave, they need to really look hard at that statement and realize the truth in it because let's be honest if we weren't slaves would they be able to do these things to us no natural law i've explained law law is the simplest thing on the planet do no harm three little words eight little letters Everything else which involves damaging somebody, especially when there's no harm party, crime against the victims. And believe you me, these black robes have plenty of victims on a daily basis. Always and until we as a people finally stand up and say we're done with this this trend is going to continue. We've explained how the Center for Disease Control is a vaccine company. We've explained that. The vaccine company, known as the Center for Disease and Control, there's a term that I like, the Crime and Death Corporation. They went in And the quote-unquote coronavirus was already in the public record, Marty. It was already genetically put out there, even though they can't put their finger on it. They were able to sequence it, okay? And it was already out there in the public. And what ended up happening was the CDC tried to patent it. And the patent office says no, this is quote-unquote nature. You can't do that. Well, the CDC wasn't going to put up with that. Uh Uh-uh. No, it sure wasn't. So they turned around, and they made dagon sure that they got their way, and it permitted it to patent it. Now, this is some interesting stuff. They were successful in patenting it after bribing the right people. And here's the kicker. They immediately hid that it was hidden from public view. Now, on top of that, there was a series of participants, quote-unquote, of other vaccine companies that came in a few days later and had to test, quote-unquote, for the vaccine three days afterwards and patented that. And again, There was no way for these people to, one, know what was about to happen, and two, even that it was happening, that it would be a part of what was coming in the future, unless it was already planned out. We've explained how in 2019 that the world was going to change, because how do we know this? They made it abundantly clear it made it very clear this thing called Corona was going to be coming out soon how do we know? because they put that into a bill and that bill in 2020 was the one that gave everybody their quote unquote check if you were a good little 14th amendment corporate debt slave you got a small check don't even give me a start about who got the big ones. Again, that was just basic handouts. The conspiracy has been ongoing for centuries. Now we're watching it come to full fruition and all of its evil and all of its glory. Because again, if you've been listening to people like me, We've been talking about the New World Order our whole lives. People were told in 1990 that there was going to be some special things going out there. Warfare had changed. Quiet Weapons for Silent Wars. or Silent Weapons for Quiet Wars. A book came out in 1990, and they killed the guy for that one. Cops did, by the way. We don't want to, again, talk about any of that, but, you know, they let him out of his house. He didn't realize what was going on, and once he realized what was going on, it was too late. to kill him. Mm-hmm. It was a deliberate hit. We know this. You look at uh, Tony Fossey's arch archenemy, and he was an archenemy, the guy that created the PCR test. He called fallacy as a fraud, as a criminal again and again and again. He said the PCR test is not designed for this. And what happened before it all blew up and it became front page news? Well, the inventor of the PCR test died. He was looking kind of healthy. I know he was up there in years, but he was looking pretty healthy. I think he was living a pretty good life. I'm not sure he just died of, quote-unquote, natural causes. Especially since another, quote-unquote, whistleblower, having a brain cramp of what her name is, she used to work for one of the vaccine companies, Merck. Lady in her late 30s, I think early 40s at the latest. And she was outing everything. She was getting death threats. She was getting all... They told her in no uncertain terms... She, uh, she needed to shut up. Because again... She was one of the inner crowd... That saw the writing on the wall... Saw what they were doing... And called them out for the corruption. And if people think that a... Woman in her mid-30s or 40s... Or whatever it was... With lots to live for... Including looking after her little boy... Died of natural causes? Yeah, right. It seems interesting how all the right people end up dead. The kind of people that are out there talking about the problems just before the problems become front-page news. This is normal. This is just business to these corporate enterprises. And make no mistake, folks, they have their armies. When we think about armies, you know, the United States Army, Russian Army, whatever, yeah, they're there. But I'm telling you something. Mercenary armies have been growing and growing and growing. And is this new? No, it's not. Mercenary armies have been around for centuries. During the Revolutionary War, we had German mercenaries fighting the Americans. You have mercenaries in every war. Now we see it again and again. It's grown exponentially worse. And the latest news <laughs> more mercenary armies are being built. The Ukraine run by Blackwater. CEO of Blackwater announced it just a few weeks ago. Do you think they have good things in mind for the Ukrainian people? Hmm? Remember, that's the breadbasket for that part of Europe. Do you think he has positive affirmations for building armies? Accountability is required and it is long overdue. Long overdue. They say, well, who do we talk to? The problem is most of your sheriffs, Shire of Reef, tax collectors for the kings, they got their position because they were chosen to be put there. Because a sheriff that actually <clears throat> follows the law. Wouldn't tolerate much of any of this crap that's going on. But you'll notice that these shares up with everything. What are they? They're the enforcement arm of the bar mafia. They're the army that serves the bar, serves the courts, serves the corporations masquerading as governments. That's the truth, folks. You can hate the message. That's fine. You can believe that these are good, truthful, and honest, and moral, and upstanding people. I'm here to tell you they're not. They are not. Marty, I've told you my story. Most of the people here. A month and a half ago, no harm done, no foul. Spent several weeks in a cage. What did they do the first couple days? Because I was uncooperative for retaliation. Stripped me naked. Put me in a room. Cold, cold, cold room. No way to warm myself. Body shivering. I was honest here, Marty. I was scared for my wife.
0: I would have been too.
1: And and all of these Shire of Reeves, and there was a lot of them, laughing, enjoying it. (laughs) No, we're not going to get you a blanket. No, we're not going to get you any clothes. You're on suicide watch. (laughs) Yeah, and folks, again, I know Marty will say the same thing, and you're listening to it again from me, John Lacklone. I will never commit a self-termination. Never. So if I'm wearing a toe tag that says I took my own self out, know this, I was murdered. Why? Because I am a whistleblower. Marty is a whistleblower. We are the ones exposing the absolute, total, and complete corruption and usurpation of everything good and positive in this world for their tyrannical system. This is a dictatorship, folks, in every sense of the word. Psychopathy is running rampant. It is absolutely running rampant. And the people that are in charge seem to be the very worst of the bunch. And I use the word in charge in quotation marks because they have their handlers. We know this, we've exposed this, we've explained this. I don't care which political party you want to vote for, they are all corrupt, down to the very last man or woman. When you make decisions for other people that harm them, that makes you a criminal. But again, slaves have no rights. Criminals don't care what your opinion is Other than maybe when you go to the polls And even then that doesn't really matter You know I was no fan of Orange Man Marty wasn't either But it was very clear that that man won that election Very clear
0: Now I have to agree disagree with you there uh, Nine million separation in votes It's There may have been some efforts But there always is uh, in every election, we have dead people voting, and a lot of these come from the death certificates in nursing homes, people under guardianship. They will sell their information to bundlers, people that are referred to as bundlers. And those bundles of names with all pertinent information are sold to either party, and then they have people who sit and fill those out. Both parties do it. and But that's one way that they... They get people to vote. Dead people vote. No, it's a Democratic. They know it isn't. They both do it. And But, John, if our elections meant anything, we would have a no confidence vote. But what we are told is you have to pick one of these two losers. And I voted for Trump. Not so much for Trump as against Hillary Clinton. That woman terrifies me. And the idea of her getting into the presidency gave me cold chills. That's the only reason I voted for anybody. But we are being scammed with this voting thing. Like I say, if if our votes actually mattered, if they mattered, we would have a no-confidence option. We cannot continue to be faced with two buffoons, two jackasses, (laughs) two deadbeats, and both of them were – and told this is all you got to pick from.
1: And I can agree with part of that statement because, yes, you are 100% correct. Both parties do this. But the uh, mathematics, there's the key. The math doesn't work, Marty. There were certain areas where they simply did not have the population centers, the population that could vote, In the numbers that they had. Because Trump was quote unquote elected by just a few cities. All right. In fact, number two, there was a lot of background going on with regards to getting into the electronics. We've had a lot of whistleblowers from both political parties. Not one political party. Both political parties come forward and say, this is B.S. This is BS because we were there and we saw what was going on. Because let's be honest, if one party can do it, then the other party can do it the next time, right? Okay. And just like you said, though, no confidence vote. Well, I don't vote for my slave masters. I stopped that years ago. You know, and there's a quote from back in the day, and we're not talking a few years either. You know, if uh, voting matters, they wouldn't let you do it. So again, exactly. there's so much there. But we have been conditioned, literally we have been conditioned to be slaves. And because of that, we have become that which they need. Servile, good little, tax-paying, order-following serfs, subject to every whim and every demand of our corporate masters. And remember, like you said a few minutes ago, ignorance of the law is no excuse. Well, if you sit there and you look at those mountains and mountains and mountains of books that have quote-unquote laws in them, well, guess what? I am sure every man and woman, they did a study on this, and they just assumed that every man and woman on this planet, or at least in America, was committing at least three felonies a day. Three felonies a day. Now, they weren't actually harming anybody, but on the books, does that matter? As you already know. No, it doesn't. So when we sit here and we say, we need accountability, how do you get that? How do you truly get that? Because, again... We can sit here and rail against the machine all day long. We can sit there and say Nancy Pelosi is a scumbag, traitorous bitch. Okay? We can say the same thing on the Republican side. When it's all over said and done, these criminals are still in charge because a majority of the people say they have the right to rule over me. That is a decision made by slaves everywhere. Now you get it in the, your little mind there that you're no longer their little puppet. Well, they've got something for you. They do. I have been labeled. You've heard me talk about it. They use the term sovereign citizen with me. It really irritates me to no end because it's simply code for a citizen slave. It's a key. It's a <clears throat> insult, really. But um, again. We're questioning known liars, known thieves, many of them known pedophiles, known drug users, and we find that this is okay. We say this is just fine. There was that mayor out of Chicago that, uh, you know, a big uh, drug problem back in the day, back in the 80s, I think it was. And uh, he wasn't mayor for a while, but he came back with a vengeance. And with He still had the drug problem. Okay? And I'm not talking about the uh, plant material here. No, it was crack cocaine or something crazy like that. We've got cities that have been burned down. And again, direct ties to the central bankers on those. Direct ties to the corporations. All those buildings that got torched, they wanted them gone. They wanted the business owners shut down. They wanted their businesses destroyed. They wanted the land cleared because those were all zone improvement plans where they had plans to have government money come in and rebuild from scratch all this brand-new technology. And you look and you see almost every one of those cities that burned, Central Bank had it was there or one of their subsidiaries. Folks, we're moving into a new grid. Central bank, digital currency, all this other stuff. And again, folks, if you don't see uh, that the chains have been getting heavier and heavier and more and more of them have been put on us, you're completely missing the point. You're still going to have cash for a few years, folks, even as they push very hard for payments from government. Minimal amounts, they're going to do away with all the other options because they've destroyed the economy. And again, that was by design, folks. In order to rebuild with something new, you have to destroy the old. Anybody knows this that does even the slightest bit of research. Whether you're clearing land to put a new building there or whether you're clearing the economy to build a new different economy. It's the same song and dance. It's the same routine. They had to destroy that which was and get people to go in a totally different direction than they would not otherwise go. This is the truth, folks. So this is why when I sit there and I explain to people, listen, you cannot count on anything that you have in a bank account because they can freeze your account anytime they want to, folks. They can freeze your account, and what do you got as an option? Well, most of you are broke anyway, so it doesn't really matter, right? Well, yeah, it kind of does, and it kind of doesn't. It does because, well, you've got to have some place to have your paycheck go, right? Not everybody can work under the table. Now, yeah, you can start doing that, but guess what? Sooner or later, cash is going to be gone. And again, I am no fan of the Federal Reserve System. I despise it with its every fiber of my existence. It's a corrupt organization and has been from its foundation. Because, again, all wars are bankers' wars, and everything that's happened is always the same. It's just business. It's always just about money. Don't take it personal. It's the story that goes. Well, I do take it personal. When somebody gets injected with a poison and dies or has significant damage to them, I get offended by that. I do. When people die and go because of one of these stupid little wars, and I don't care if it's Americans or the foreigners, when people are being killed for profit of military corporations and bankers and other entities, I have a problem with it. Accountability, folks. And it's like I keep saying, there's no need for any massive violence. You don't need that. You walk away. You walk away from them. You stop consenting to the tyranny. What happens when you stop consenting? Not much. What happens when 100 million people stop consenting? All of a sudden, they've got a really big problem. And they get some corrupt individuals to, quote-unquote, enforce their will. Of course they can. But you all know what happens when that goes on. Because now you have the right to defend yourself. And ladies and gentlemen, never forget that dirty little detail. You do have the right to defend yourself. You have the right to protect yourself and your family from criminal elements. And it's mistaken belief that this thing called government, and again, the word government is just Latin for mind control. These corporations, these trusts, and their agents are there to simply suck the system's assets, the producers, dry while they gorge themselves with large paychecks, great benefits, and most importantly, their boots on your neck. When you're tired of the slavery, you will make a decision to stop consenting. Until that time comes, expect things to get progressively worse. Back to you, Marty.
0: Well, like I say, it's... it's- if our votes meant anything, we'd have a no option. But this is just a way to keep the public engaged, to keep the public war going. And the reason they need the board to keep going is it's important to keep us fighting amongst ourselves. And that way we are diverted and not paying attention to what they're doing. And when it lands on us, then we turn around and say, well, whoever this person was, we were fighting. It's all your fault. And you still don't look at who the perpetrators were. We've, In my opinion, my opinion, we've lost this country. We've lost whatever it was supposed to be, whatever we thought it was supposed to be. It's gone. Now what's left to us is try to salvage what's left. And what we have heard for years is about there's too many people – we need to depopulate. There needs to be a to- depopulation method. Uh, you've got to quit having babies. so we opened up abortion clinics and we kill tens of thousands of babies every year, and then you come along with something like this bioweapon jab that has taken the lives of about nine hundred unborn children so far and there you are you've got they're admitting c d c is admitting. And they say this is only 1% to 10% of the actual number because this is all they get reports on, they estimate. But just under 10,000 people have died from the vaccine. So if this is only 10%, apparently somewhere around 100,000 people have actually died from the vaccine, which isn't a vaccine. Uh, AstraZeneca admitted that. They said you just had to look at it like, um, let me see, like an onboard operating system similar to what's in your computer, Now, years ago, I started hearing about transhumanism. And one person who was leading the charge and his name escapes me at the moment had said, the day is going to come when being human just isn't enough. I'd like to know why not. We've done pretty good so far. But the day would come that we would have to be blended with machine. In other words, computer systems and that kind of thing, artificial intelligence and, of course, everybody always brings up that episode from Star Trek of the Borg. And this is basically what they are creating now with this so-called vaccine that they also admit isn't really a vaccine. But we called it one so we would get immunity and protection, and FDA said okay. These federal agencies have done more harm to us, this CDC, which, by the way, they're um, – the head of the CDC is always a naval officer. Ask yourself why. And then you've got the FDA, which approves a safe and effective medication after medication after medication that kills thousands and thousands of peoples. And then they come back and say, well, we made them take it off the market. And as I stated in the beginning of the show, supposedly companies like Merck over its HPV vaccine, which was causing cervical cancer and seizures and heart attacks and blindness and all this, they said, well, you know, maybe it isn't safe and effective after all. Uh, maybe we need to look into it, you think? So they nailed Merck for $4 billion, that's with a B, dollars, as a fine because some of their research wasn't what it should have been. But as I said, there is no evidence those levied fines are ever paid. And if they were paid, where's the money trail? Who was it paid or what was it paid to? There's never any evidence that this money was ever paid. And so you have this whole system in place where uh, if we do hold them accountable, and I'm sorry, but if you find somebody – so guilty of of mismanaging things and intentionally fudging the research and twisting things around so they could put something on the market they know is going to cause problems. Why didn't anybody get prosecuted? Why didn't anybody go to prison? Why was no one at that pharmaceutical company held responsible and liable for that vaccine? The Vaccine Injury Court. It's partially funded by taxpayers, but mostly what happens is every vaccine that's administered has a surcharge on it, and that can be anywhere from a couple dollars to sometimes many hundreds of dollars for one injection. Now, that surcharge is what is supposed to fund the vaccine liability court, but it doesn't go to the court initially. It goes back to the pharmaceutical company. Who digs into it and through some clever accounting and bookkeeping, they write it off as administrative costs and uh, accounting and this and that and something else. So let's just say on average they get a dollar surcharge. By the time they get done with it and turn the money they're supposed to over to the Fed for that court, there's maybe only two or three cents left out of that dollar. They pocket the rest hidden in all these expenses and costs of administering the surcharge. Why it isn't immediately developed or you know and sent to that court, I don't know, but it it, it works out. Uh, you have medications out there that are killing people, and you have doctors prescribing them off label, and it's it, like it's prohibited from being given to people of this age or uh, you know whatever, if they have these conditions, that condition, they do it anyway. Why? Because they get a kickback. And people have dogged me, we don't vaccinate. And people have dogged me about it. And they said, well, the clinic I go to, if everybody isn't vaccinated, they won't let you come in there. And I said, do you think that's about your health? Well, yeah. I said, no, it has nothing to do with your, they don't care about your health. Every time they have a fully vaccinated clientele, they get a $40,000 minimally bonus at the end of the year from the insurance companies and also from the pharmaceutical companies. This is about them driving some sports car or having a big fancy house they couldn't otherwise afford. They don't care, but this isn't about your health. This is about them making pocket money. And you need to think about that. And why would any doctor think injecting you or your children with multiple viruses, bacteria, fungus, the DNA of non-related species, human diploid cells, chloroform, formaldehyde, the equivalent of, of antifreeze, into your body among many, many other chemicals. And what would make you think, taking this load into your body, that you have protection from anything? You have just been intentionally infected. And every circular for every vaccine says, once you've been vaccinated for whatever it was, you should stay away from everybody. You should quarantine for at least two weeks because you'll be shedding all the viruses they infected you with. Now, think about that. But this depopulation thing has been going on a long time. Bill Gates is not a philanthropist. He is a eugenicist. This, Like in India here two years ago, free polio vaccines, some kids got as many as five doses. And when the villagers figured out that every time these free vaccine vans showed up, their kids either became permanently crippled or were dead to the tune of Over 50,000 of them. And before it was over, they estimated half a million. They started landing on the medical workers, and that was the end of that. They now have a lawsuit against Gates for $42 billion in damages. He'll never pay it. Something else that concerns me, John, that may seem off topic, but our conversation tonight is about this takeover, what's happening. One of the shows I do is with Lawrence Lucas and the black farmer issue. And what's been done to the black farmers for decades under the USDA, the, the land taken from them, over a million acres of land taken from them. the Programs and grants that were available to white farmers for some reason, weren't available to them. The discrimination at USDA is known far and wide. But my curiosity came, where is all this land going? Who's getting it? Well, it turns out Bill Gates is sucking up everything. He owns almost 300,000 acres. I mean, just imagine that. That's a whole state of prime agricultural land. Now, as he has acquired this, USDA has come out with, uh, under AFID, the uh, Animal Plant Health Inspection Unit, and they are deregulating genetically modified maize, genetically modified corn, and you can say, make a comment if you want to, it's not going to make a difference, <laughs> but I see these things converging on one another. Nobody wants GMO crops. There are countries that won't let him in the country, won't put anything on the food shelves that contain genetically modified crops, but here is this monster buying up all the agricultural land, and he is a monster, I don't care what you say. Um, He's buying up all this prime agricultural land. He's producing meat in a lab somehow, and he is responsible for the plant-based burgers that came out, which is probably not a bad product, except that it's full of genetically modified grain. And this, I think we all need to watch what he's doing, because this is the man that is going to seize control of agriculture in this country, and he's nearly there. And the USDA is going to cooperate fully with him. And, but there are many things happening, John. You know, many you've brought out. Food is the next big thing. And if somebody doesn't stop this jackass, if they don't put the hammer down on him, a lot of us are going to be dead. He is of the opinion that the majority of us don't even need to be here because we don't live lives worth living. And just as an aside, he and his kids didn't get the vaccine because they're allergic. So am I, Mr. Gates. So am I. I have the same allergy Cat Williams has. I'm allergic to stupid shit. And I'm not doing this. Now, and this is, I want you to chime in on this, John. Biden has come out and said they're thinking about sending troops door to door. And as someone pointed out, because they know who has not gotten this vaccine. Trying to coerce people or force them into being vaccinated. What? Recourse do we have against that other than shutting the door and hoping they don't shoot us through it? Um, what do you think we can do?
1: Well, Marty, I watched a video today and we've talked about the fact that there's a fluorescent product that is part of this injection. Okay. Yes. And uh, the woman was using her... Uh, daughter's uh, little flashlight and just it was showing up so nicely. So, folks, if you think mm-hmm. that just you're going to have a fake ID card that they're not going to be able to figure out real quick whether or not you've been injected, I got news for you. Their crab has some, um, this fluorescent thing that will tell them whether or not you've taken the poison. Okay. Now that's, you that's that magneto it, is
0: protein. It, isn't it? Isn't that that magneto protein?
1: There's a term for it. I can't remember it. But in a nutshell, again, it's I think it came from some kind of a uh, fluorescent uh, face or something like that is the origin of it. But, again, where you going with your question, this has always been the story that you and I have talked about this several times about the uh, natural trend line, what will happen. And so far, we've been Mm -hmm. on the money exception the first thing they did was oh new injection available come and get it we don't have much supply and of course all the people yes. who've been programmed ran for it okay and that's just salesmanship 101 limited supply demanding public oh I've got to go get my injection or else And it was all advertising, all propaganda, and that's what happened. Well, eventually it got to the point of, okay, well, now we have a few extra. Come on in and get them while we still have these few extra. And, of course, they still get some people coming in, but not at the literally flood stage that we did a little bit earlier. Well, what's the next step after that? Well, now people are starting to sit there and say, you know what? I'm rethinking about some of this stuff, and, you know, things are starting to get open and this, that, or the other, and maybe I'm not so sure about this. Well, now they bribe you, certain states or often. Often you opportunity to win millions of dollars. Some of them are bribing you with other things. Some of them are just, uh I know West Virginia was one, it was they were trying to bribe you with a pickup truck or a gun or something like that. It, you know, yeah. you join the raffle for those. <clears throat> and, you know, that's politically incorrect, but in West Virginia, you know, that's a really big draw for that kind of thing. And again, it's about getting the people who haven't done any critical thinking and haven't done their hardcore research. Well, the next step after that, and we've talked about this, is going to be the door-to-door, hey, we notice here that you haven't got your injection yet and uh, we're here right now and we've got the kit right with us, Um, would you like us to have it? And, of course, they're going to get a lot more people that are going to go with it. Oh, well, okay, well, I didn't have time, work, or this, that, or the other, or just the peer pressure of having somebody standing in their doorway. That's the next step, Marty. Mark my words. That's yes. the next step. Yep. Okay. But there's also going to be this increased growth phase of, hey, peer pressure of your neighbors. Because I'm telling you that peer pressure, I have friends, Marty, people that I love and care about who have taken the injection over my protests and my advice not to and i gave them every reason in the world not to do it and they still made the decision to do it anyway okay well now do the reverse of that listen you need to get this injection or else and the peer pressure is going to increase so that people are now going to start feeling some suffering if they don't get the injection well, we can't open up this particular community because we still have 40% of the people in it that are not injected. Or we have this new quote unquote variant, which of course is a big joke. And uh, it's a, truly a threat. And again, you see the propaganda. If you know what propaganda looks like, and believe you me, this set off so many red flags right there when, it, when propaganda started with me. I says, They're revving this up. This is not natural. This is BS. This is either, you know, somebody doing some biological warfare or this is Propaganda 101. It only took us a few weeks to figure out it was propaganda, and you and I talked in, like, May or June of 2020 about the fact that it was fraud, okay? And uh, that's only a few months. Only a few months we had figured it all out and put all the pieces together and said, Oh no, and they hadn't even come out with this quote-unquote injection yet, but we talked about it, you and I did. Well, after they get to that phase, they're going to get a big chunk more, and then it's going to be the next phase. Well, we're going to separate people out. Those that have the injection go over here. Those that don't go over here. Well, now you're seeing an escalation of the divide and conquer that we're always talking about. And the final step will be, okay, no more of this pitter padding around. You will take it or else. That is always going to be the final option. And at that time, they're not going to be a couple of nice people sitting at the front door. There's going to be some pretty nasty people sitting at the front door with more nasty people behind them with guns. We are already seeing videos out there showing where people are being abducted against their will subdued by multiple people and injected. Okay? Now, this is criminal. If I walked up to you on the street, abducted you, and stuck you with something, that's a felony assault. doesn't matter what I stuck you with. That's a felony assault, jail time. Every day of the week. But if you're the quote-unquote government trying to quote-unquote save the public, and again, we've talked about the court case in history with regards to that. Well, you have the right to refuse. No, you don't, according to them. The guy really lost the case even though he kind of won it. He just paid the $5 fine after it it did so much damage to him the first time he got that flu injection back in circa 1900. He just paid the $5 fine, so he wouldn't have to get the next version. We forget our history. We don't think about what happened. We celebrate diversity, quote-unquote, yet we can't have any diversity. You must think one way and one way only. How do I know that? Look at the propaganda. Look at the censorship. Look at how much control these people have over us. And that is all the evidence that you need. The system has made its decision, and it's culling. We talked about the uh, um, 2009 uh, television show. Again, conspiracy theory. Governor Jesse Ventura... Did an interview with a woman who flew into America, wouldn't even leave the airport, and as soon as the interview was done, she got back into her airplane to get the hell out of Dodge. That was Rima LeBeau. Yeah. She called it. She told us exactly what was going to happen in 2009. But we don't want to talk about that either, do we? We don't want to think that there's a conspiracy that is so dark and so dank and so evil that has been around for centuries, if not millennia. And the quote-unquote great culling that she was speaking of is here, folks. Do you think it's all about that injection just causing people to get sick and some to die? Oh, no. What did Bill Gates say? What did that man say? Oh, injections will be used to control population growth in more than just the simple ways that we've already talked about. What happens if you cannot reproduce? That natural trend line goes straight down. Straight down. If you're unable to have babies, and I don't care if you're a boy or a girl, it's over for your line. It's done. In other words, you will never be able to do anything to either get pregnant or become a father. If you get that injection, I'm certain beyond a shadow of a doubt that's a part of this. And do you know why I say that's a part of this? Because that injection is not what they say it is, a vaccine. That injection is a computer system just like you said it is. It is programming. And they say okay well those people over there eh, they're not good little slaves so guess what? They just make sure that you don't get pregnant or your sperm doesn't work. How do they do that? Little EMF. Little bit of electricity with the right code sent to whatever's floating around in your body. Remember, it's turning you into that Borg that uh, Marty was talking about a minute ago. It's turning you into that. That's what it is. It's rewriting your entire system. Your body, ladies and gentlemen, is a computer program whether you realize it or not. Your brain, all of your system, your heart, lungs, it all works together. It's got electrical impulses the same way a computer does. It functions the same way. And it can be programmed the same way. The exact same way. Okay? This is not a new story. This is a very old story. They finally got technology to the point where they can do all of those quote-unquote sci-fi things that we talked about back in the 30s, 40s, and 50s that everybody was reading about saying, ooh, that sounds interesting. And uh, what was the name of that? Uh, It was a television show. It was on for such a short time. Incorporated, I think was the name of it. Incorporated. It didn't even have a full season. It only had a few episodes. But when I saw the show incorporated, my jaw just dropped because I knew everything. And remember, this is way before the Corona issue. It was way before any of this. I say they just told everybody what's going on. Watch that series, folks. It's only like five or six episodes or something incorporated. You want to know how the system's working? That's how it's working. (coughs) was the corporation, they were telling me the corporation was the government's, but they didn't actually say it that way. But if you could read between the lines, there was nothing being hidden in that program. Oh, you want to get pregnant? Okay, not a problem. Well, if you're the right people and you've got the right people in charge, we'll make sure that you got permission, but you can only have one. Only have one. It takes 2.1 births to just simply maintain population, not grow, just maintain. All of your uh, cities and the bigger countries and stuff like that that are more westernized with more wealth, guess what? Population is not even at that level of maintenance. And this is before all this other crap that's going on. What are they doing? Divide and conquer? Men and women is a big one. Again, men and women have been taught to fight each other. Feminism. I call it feminazis. It's a system where they've conditioned women to stay single. It rewards single women, punishes the married ones. Why? They figured out that married women gave a damn about their husbands and gave a damn about their families, which means they wouldn't spend. What did the Rothfellas say? The feminist movement? were the ones that created it. We were only taxing half the population. All the women were at home raising kids, making their husbands happy and making them dinner, bringing them their beer. End of the day. Maybe rubbing their feet. Don't ask a woman to do that now. What? Again, social conditioning. Social conditioning. End result the future of this entire planet is being written by people who have war this out using computer models for decades. Nothing is happening by accident. Nothing. Get people distracted with computer games, get people distracted with uh, television, get them distracted with sports, get them distracted with anything. Anything to kick their focus off of what's really going on around them. This is where we're at, folks. This is the world that we're living in. This is a psychopathy that has grown exponentially and it's getting progressively worse. Meanwhile, we have all of these people, especially women now, that are chronically unhappy. So they're all on big pharma's med, hey, that's highly profitable again. Why are they unhappy? Because they're fighting their own biology. They're fighting their own biology is half the battle. The other half is, of course, all of us are not getting the nutrients in our body, but it's especially prevalent amongst women. Why? Because there's nothing in our food that has nutritional value these days, and I use the word food in quotation marks. People don't live healthy. People don't eat good food. No, they eat processed crap, a lot of it coming from China. Don't even get me started on that little trick. Again, America used to export food to the world. We don't do that anymore we are in a position, and again, folks, if you haven't heard us say it, let me make it abundantly clear: the Hunger Games is real, The Hunger Games is real, and they are implementing it, they've been implementing it for the last eighteen months, and I'm telling you right now, if you haven't been paying attention in the grocery store, you are not paying attention. Do you think it's going to inflation is going to uh stop at where it's at? No. Food prices are going to continue to skyrocket. The amount of food in the packaging is going to continue to shrink. And in the end, more and more people are going to go hungry. More and more people are going to get desperate. So what are they going to do? They're going to go out and they're going to eat that fake meat that they just announced is coming out. And again, remember, folks, Bill Gates has all the patents on that. So he's going to be making some money on his fake meat that was grown in a laboratory. Don't get me started on the fact that Bill Gates is the largest landowner of land that is used for raising crops. Do you think he's going to be raising corn, raising potatoes? Uh Uh-uh. Nope. He's going to be shutting that down. Why? Because the government pays him not to grow shit on this planet. says, don't you be growing anything. We'll pay you not to grow anything. Oh, that sounds like a plan, especially if you're a psychopath. In the business of wanting people to be murdered and helping to move that quite along. And John? Again, Bill Gates, you want to murder me? If you want to sit there and sue me, go ahead. Go ahead, Monty.
0: Uh In relation to what you're saying about the food shortage, I just found out recently, and I'm sorry, I cannot. I'm quoting someone else on this, but China now owns Walmart, which is the biggest purveyor of food in this country. And they, Walmart, with China, has reserved all shipping spots, container spots, coming into this country th- through August of next year. They are going to shut us off, and they are doing so. Like you said, if you're not paying attention in the stores, uh, it's happening right before your eyes. But they are cutting us off. And that ship that just got caught down in the canal The Suez Canal, Um, was it Suez? I can't remember. Panama Canal, Um, Panama, it bottomed out and got stuck. Egypt took control of that ship, and I'd like to know how that happened. Uh, And they got it offloaded. They got it moved. But everything on that ship was things like toilet paper. Now why aren't we making our own, excuse me, Um, coffee, uh, staples for the house was what was on that. And no mention of where all of that stuff went but that was stuff coming into supply stores here and you know you you talk about how they're shutting agriculture down when they passed the food modernization act back i think it was in 2010 that's i believe the year it was and but what it did to agriculture in this country was it for, forced 80% Now, think about this, 80% of everything produced agriculturally into the global market. So that when you go into the grocery store and it says USDA inspected beef, it doesn't mean the beef came from the U.S. It could have come from any one of 40 different countries. Our prime beef, the ones that 13 western states are being devastated by the overgrazing of these massive, massive herds, most of them owned by JBS Brazil. That, that meat's being shipped out of the country. And, but we are looking at a major food shortage. It's staring us in the face. Uh, The shelves are partially empty now, but you're going to see the day there ain't nothing there. And if you people are not stocking up and getting ready, dry supplies, dry goods, beans, pasta, rice, you know, that kind of thing that lasts a long time. A little bit will go a long ways. You're just foolish. And I would advise people to stock up on food as much as they can. Store it someplace safely and don't tell anyone you've got it or where it's located. And, Because we are going to see the day it's coming in this country. I believe this, John. It's coming when there's going to be hunger like we have never seen before, far worse than the Great Depression. And uh, where people literally in this country starve to death in the streets. It's coming again. Pay attention to what he's telling you here. Go ahead, John.
1: Well, we basically warned you. We're trying to save your life. We're telling you that nothing is going to change until the right people are held accountable. You say, well, how? You cannot change the world that you're living in while ignorance is running rampant. It can't be done. In order to see that there's a problem and to solve a problem, you first must actually recognize it. The facts are there. I've spent years and years and years of my life studying the conspiracy. Folks, over 45 years I've been studying this conspiracy. I put all the pieces together and I made it so easy for people to watch it, to see it, to learn it, to read about it. It's all on my timeline on Facebook. It's all in my videos. It's all on these shows that I do with Marty. Folks, the facts are there. The facts, not my opinion, not my thought process, not, oh, you're just a crazy conspiracy theorist. No, real facts put into real court cases that were never challenged. You can't challenge facts. All they do is ignore them. And as you've heard us say before, silence is consent in their maritime admiralty constructive contract and racketeering fraud kangaroo courts. Do you think you're going to get justice in their courts? No. But if per chance you finally get enough people in your community to wake up to what's really going on, get with each other. Start having these conversations, spreading the word. Because in the end, the more pressure you put on these people, the more they realize that they can't continue to do this. And your power, folks, you've always had the power to simply walk away from their criminality. You've always had that power. See, they don't want you to know that you have all of the power. They have power only because they have guns that are hired. But what happens when those guns are told the truth? Some of them, yes, will still serve the system. We know this. They've made their choice. Let them live in their bed and deal with the consequences of their poor choices. But some of them, on the other hand, will say, you know what? I never looked at it that way. I never saw what you're saying. I see it now. We can bring a new world out, but it will not start from the top down. It will not happen that way, folks. It must be built from the ground up. It must be built from the ground up. And you have to take the time to get the message out to anybody and everyone that will listen and recognize that many of them never will. Some people call you crazy. Some people sit there and say you don't know what you're talking about. And, you know, it's okay. But if instead you're going to sit there and make a decision that, oh, I just need to be silent because I don't want to be targeted by the uh, government, I've got newsflash for you, ladies and gentlemen. You already are. They're trying to kill you. It should be obvious by now and why it's not, I don't know. But all we have to do is go through the laundry list, chemtrails, injections, fluoride in the water, chemicals in the air, all the crap that they're busy doing to us, the psychological warfare, the electromagnetic pulses. folks. The evidence is insurmountable. It's insurmountable. It's not one little conspiracy theory here, one there. No, even their own people acknowledge it. It's all in the facts. It's all in the record. You can hide the information for short periods of time, but sooner or later the truth will always come out. Pass the message on of what the truth really is, folks. Your family, your friends, your heirs, those that are coming after you, all of these young people that are the future of this planet are all depending upon us that know the truth. We can do this, and it doesn't require violence. It requires holding the right people accountable. Back to you, Monty.
0: It's just, um, I I don't, sometimes I feel like we're talking to a wall and because it's like people just absolutely will not listen. When this virus first was announced and they said they had not identified the virus, everybody should have walked away right then. But like I say, I've never seen people so desperate to be scared is basically what it is, to believe anything as the as it's become apparent that we have counties now that are re looking at their death certificates and there's a difference of course uh, dying from covid and dying with covid how you can prove anybody died from covid when you couldn't even prove covid existed is beyond me but you know but they're jacking down their deaths from COVID by twenty, thirty, forty percent because people actually died of underlying causes. They won't allow any autopsies, and a few autopsies have been done, and this is how they found out this magnetoprotein was collecting particularly in the ovaries of women. You're sterile, and it's going to kill you. And um, but. It, Now they've come out with, uh, what is it, the Delta variant. How can you identify a variant when you could not identify the original virus? This doesn't make sense. And we have, as I said in the beginning, very close that they'll admit 10,000 people dead from these bioweapon shots. We have hundreds of thousands injured, many of them permanently from these shots. What is it going to take for you to accept the fact that this is the biggest scam that's been done to this country probably in its history unless you you know go back to 911 uh, but this is depopulation at work and many of these doctors who have spoken out have been had their license taken they've been censored all over the place uh, social media regularly takes down anything they The whole medical community will turn on them and say, oh, they're quacks. They're quacks. Well, they weren't quacks before they made this statement. How did they become one now? The quacks are the ones promoting this. I don't know what it's going to take. I don't know what it's going to take to get the American people on their feet. Over in London, they're protesting so many people they couldn't even really get a fair estimate. In other countries, they're protesting Germany. I know they did. Belgium. And here we sit. Here we sit. And you won't get up and even fight for your own life. And if one more person says to me, well, sometimes a few people have to die in order to save, you know, the rest of us, if that's what it takes. Yeah, as long as it isn't you, huh? As long as it wasn't your child, your wife your husband your mother your father wasn't that but you're you're being played and if you don't accept that and also take responsibility and that's what you're all shying away from you don't want the responsibility of fighting back against this you're too lazy you're too apathetic but we're going to keep talking about it and bringing to you every piece of information we can get. We're down here to about a minute and a half. I wanna remind everyone, these shows are brought to you in coordination with Marcel Reed and the Whistleblower Summit. It'll take place from July 26th through the 30th this year. It will be on Zoom. Our panel on guardianship and its abuses will be on the 29th at noon, and it will be live on Zoom. So you get to see all of our lovely faces and anyway, we'll, we're will we going to keep fighting. I hope you all will, somebody get a spine, will you? I'm tired. John's tired. Everybody that's been sounding the alarm is tired of you sitting there and doing nothing. Um, I, I don't even know what to say to that and how we even survived this long as a country. I don't know. I've never seen people so lazy and empathetic and I know that's going to garner a whole lot of hate mail and I really don't care as I'd like to send out some hate mail of my own quite honestly but anyway I hope you all have a good evening everyone thank you for tuning in we had a good crowd again tonight John of course thank you for everything you contribute I truly appreciate it and we will be back next Monday night and goodness knows what we'll talk about but it'll be something anyway everybody have a good evening Good night, John. Good night, everyone.
1: Yeah, well